Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? This is episode number 35 of the Always Race Day podcast presented by Carl Auto Group. If you're looking for a new car, if you're looking for something to get you from your house to the racetrack, go to Carl Auto Group. They're fantastic people. They'll get you taken care of right away, clean as a a whistle. And certainly, uh, you'll leave their offices with less dirt than me and Damon have on ourselves right now. So we just got back from the World of Outlaws Jason Johnson Classic at Lake Ozark Speedway. Jacob Allen coming home with his second World of Outlaws victory. Um, We were there to see it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I would say in dominating fashion, too, I think is the best way of putting it. Um, the, The guy won everything the whole night, and... Yeah, you got to give give it credit where credit's due, and he's the he's the guy pulling ahead right now. I am very impressed with what I've seen from him so far, and I don't want to do. I'm not. I, I shouldn't say I'm doing this to him. This is not at Jacob. This is this would be a normal thing on a podcast about a big series like NASCAR. The World of Allies is a big series, and I think I think we need to ask ourselves the question. Um, I don't know what your answer would be. Will he get a second one this year? I think so. All signs, the way that they're pointing right now, I think he does. That's I his second think. quick time of the year. Pull good in the dash, have a good dash. And then it's not like he got lucky with the track rubbering down because he, him and Brady changed the lead three or four times with each other. Uh, twice. Brady took it once. You're right. Okay. Allen took it back. Yep. Uh, Jacob Allen, uh, as I wrote in that story, was staring down the uh, tail, tail tank on the uh, low line um, with six laps to go. Green green race from uh, start to finish. Start to finish. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was impressed with that. Um, yeah, just you're not going to get – uh, a guy charging through the entire field in a race like that. Um, not when the track's been rubbered in all night no, long and, and nothing's changing. There's nothing changing to it. It was it was not a good track, uh, simply put. But everyone raced on the same track. Uh, Jacob and Brady were... This is Brady Bacon, by the way. I forgot to mention his last name a second ago. Uh, he is, I think, a two-time and defending USAC non-wing sprint car champion. Mm-hmm. Uh so he raced with the wing on tonight and also raced with the Extreme Outlaw Series. Tough night for him. 
Yeah. Just heartbreak. That was my phone dropping in case anyone was wondering. Uh, just he's leading the extreme outlaw race. Uh, spins out in the lead fighting Robert Ballou. Uh, I think it was after he regained it from him, right? Yeah, he had just gotten it back and then um, then spun with like 12 or 11 to go and had to go clear back to the end and then was in contention for a win in the Outlaws sprint car winged race there and it uh, he kind of got loose at the end and lost his shot. But, uh, yeah, overall... Uh I think he was coming out of two. Uh, the race-winning move was made. Allen, it looked like if Brady stayed glued to the low line, he'd be fine. I think Brady's tire went. Um, no, Either that or was starting to go. Because he still went the whole race on the same tire. Um, it, it was actually set up coming off of four, and Brady gave – enough room underneath off of four and Jacob just gassed it up before Brady did and drove underneath of him and then kind of kind of held it a little bit into one and two and then the same thing gassed it more as they went down the back straightaway and they was touched, able to take the lead touched going down the back mm-hmm. straightaway it was a fantastic move uh, I think I think I actually didn't catch that video, so I'll send that video out if we can find it um, on that move specifically. But it will be on the uh, World of Outlaws YouTube channel as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also got some post-race video from uh, Jacob, obviously. Uh, I talked to Logan Shuhart. Damon talked to uh, David Gravel. Uh, and we also talked to C.J. Leary, who became the first uh, repeat winner in Extreme Outlaw history. <coughs> hmm. Excuse me. Uh, it has been a long night. Yeah. It is like 1.30 in the morning. Uh, yeah. we're, I'm still going strong. This is my first beer. <laughs> Got my Casey Kane koozie on. Brand new. Brand I'm going to se- I'm gonna wear this one more time and celebrate next next week on Casey Kane Friday. There you go. With my buddy Zane. There you go. We have a, we have a friend's date set up. Yeah. Friends, a friend's giving. With, with Zane? Yeah. I know Zane. Good, good guy. Good guy, Zane. Yeah. He, if you're around, come, come through. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Not sure what I'm doing. So, unfortunately, I won't be uh, at Peevely next weekend uh, for the Outlaws race. Damon will be out of town up in Iowa mm-hmm. with us. Uh, and we'll talk more about this race, but I'm just... So, wish I could be at Peevely next week. Won't be there because uh, we're going to be at the uh, Knoxville weekly season opener. Um, so, that's a big race coming up, too, uh, next Saturday over there. Um, other takeaways from the race tonight. I mean, I wish we had less rainouts so that we could talk more about points and shifts mm-hmm. in in trends and stuff like that. But to be honest with you, I'm I'm getting more sold on Jacob Allen the more I talk about him because of how well he is qualifying and putting himself in good positions to advance um, in, into a good starting spot in the AMA. The thing that Jacob's got to do is not make mistakes. Had tonight been a multi-groove racetrack um, and he made the same mistake that he did, I don't think he wins the race. And he was talking about that uh, 
it's it it eats you up. It's a tough series to win in, um, and it's a really uh, tough series to not make mistakes. And a lot of times when you win one of those races, you can't make any. Um, so he got away with making a mistake tonight. Uh, as he said, his instincts took over, uh, and he went out and uh, mm-hmm. found a way to get a win. So I will say he's the best shark car out of the two. The, he's the best one they got right now. It's pretty easy to to show that. Rough, uh, rough start to the season so far for Logan. He'll, uh, he'll get there though. We have seen uh, a lot of talented drives out of Logan. And you, he kind of turns it on when you least expect it. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think he's actually at his best. So, <coughs> man, I've got some dirt in my throat. We're gonna try to edit that out <laughs> post production. Um, there was a lot of a lot of guys who had quiet nights too. I think that was another big. There big was Ty, thing. Tyler Courtney, uh, Tyler one Courtney. of them, a friend of the podcast. Brad Jonathan. Sweet, Brad, yeah, Brad Sweet came home with a quiet fifth. Yeah, Every, everything was quiet behind those top two cars. Uh, Spencer Baston though got his best finish of the year. Uh, he's vying for rookie of the year honors. I, I would probably say. You know, beyond extenuating circumstances, that he'll I think he's got that earn that win. award unless uh, Casey Kane comes back and goes on a sixty race win streak. It's possible. It is with it that is guy. Possible. Every everyone knows that. You know, if he wins on a Friday, you just never know. Yeah, if you have a holiday named after you yourself well every win. week, you, you, yeah, you're, you're gonna get a win at some point. You have to. So you have to. No, Baston drove a good race. Um, was able to to take advantage when Brady Bacon. Jumped over and, and uh, kind of lost the groove a little bit, so he took advantage and and got second. And really, he was there if the other two um, made a mistake. So if Brady, if Jacob made a mistake, he was there and able to capitalize um, when when need be. So. Got to give him give him credit for being there and being in the right spot at the right time. Absolutely. So, uh, from Lake Ozark Speedway, uh, they honored Jason Johnson tonight. Um, I want to give not necessarily a shout out to him, uh, but this race race means a ton to me. First Knoxville Nationals I ever covered was the 2016 Knoxville Nationals, uh, and I. I People are shocked when I say this, but I say I really wish it wasn't. Yeah. Because it was the best Knoxville Nationals <laughs> I've seen in my life. It's the best <laughs> Knoxville Nationals it's probably ever And I was still kind of getting exposed to sprint car racing. I didn't really know uh, the impact of what I was watching at the time, but I could feel it in the stands. That was the coolest part of it. Um, I just assumed sprint car fans were crazy and nuts, and they are. Oh, that was... That race still gives a lot of people chills. Yeah, absolutely. So usually um, when there is a race named after somebody who has either passed away or raced and won a lot historically, it's a guy that I never saw race. Mm -hmm. And so that one rings a little different to me. Um, And I love that race. I love uh, what Jason Johnson Racing and Bobby Johnson uh, does for the world of outlaws so cool to uh get to experience that uh in person gotta give a shout out to to uh 
Jason Johnson's mom, too, with the amazing jambalaya we had. Yeah, they gave out a free jambalaya. Uh, awesome. They took donations. I put some money in there, and when I put the money in there, I could barely fit it in the jar. Yeah, so that was, was funny. Um, but, yeah, they made jambalaya for literally everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, quite literally, the entire pits yeah. uh, were... Privy, privy to the yep. jambalaya. Yep. Okay. Um, my vernacular and diction. Was a good, been good great choice. The last few weeks. Good choice of words there. Oh man. But yeah, uh, even even in the Jason Johnson classic, and usually what I would turn around the first question I ask the drivers, you just won the Jason Johnson classic. Uh, what do you got to say? And this this was the one guy that it's like. Jacob Allen, your world of allies winner again. That's yeah. my question. And that was really cool to see. I uh, I was actually covering a high school football game. I was driving home when he won his first one. Uh, and I was thinking to myself, I was so pissed off. And I'm ne- I am never, I, I'm at a privileged job. Uh, I get to sit on my butt, or mostly stand. We stood a lot tonight. We stand. stood the whole time. We are standing men <laughs> over here. Uh, but I get to watch sports, and I get paid for it. And I never, ever, ever, ever want to complain about being able to do that and having the ability to do that. And thanks to Carl Auto Group and Chris Williams uh, for giving us that shot here. Um, but I was pissed off that night driving home uh, back to Ames. Um, when G- uh, Jacob got his first one, and I didn't even get to watch it, let alone see it, and it happened four and a half hours away from me. Mm-hmm. And today we saw it, made up for it. Yeah, I like this one. I'm, it I'm, was good. I'm kind of ticked at his answer to my question on which win was better because I like this one better, well, and he likes the other one better. I can. Can you believe imagine, that guy? I can only imagine <laughs> why. I can only imagine why. No, it, it was. Uh, it was a great, great event, pretty cool event. And, man, it, it didn't get talked enough about, I don't think, tonight. But what an amazing crowd was that was on hand. The there's not an packed. there's not an empty seat. It was packed. At the start of heat races. Yeah. The front stretch grandstands were packed. Um, the back stretch through the pits had a lot of people in it. It, it was a full house uh, for being... A fairly cool Saturday night. I mean, you're coming oh, yeah. off of a you're coming off of a rain snow out the night before, and now you've got the cool weather. It, it was a good day uh, when we got there. It was sunny. It was warm. It was nice. And then as the sun went down, it cooled off in a hurry. So and it wasn't a classic like sunny and warm like right. It was. It was like you know it's going to get cold tonight. Right. I mean, it's currently 41 degrees. So. Yeah, so I don't know what that does for Lake Ozark and their facility. I'm sure they definitely enjoy having the World of Allies and the Jason Johnson, Jason Johnson Classic there. Um, I don't know how much it can move the needle on them, but I'd, I would love to see some facility expansion and make the track bigger and take advantage of how you know sprint cars world of allies are growing uh in the united states of america and that's i'm, I'm kind of throwing out pipe dreams no, i was right gonna now. say I, I don't know about i don't know if there's anything you really can do to change the place other than maybe change the bleachers that's no, just it. add another set I yeah i would build yeah. them on top of the other ones you can do that if you want you might call me stupid i would too but 
Yes. There's some yes, other turn. There's some other places on the track you could put some bleachers. Yeah. No, I, I just I, I, I thought it was a great facility. I was going to ask. Yeah, set up facility well. wise. Um, it was tight, set up well. Tight midway, but yeah. I mean, you got you got everyone there. You didn't have to walk forever. You don't have to walk very far uh, to get anywhere. Um, as daunting as the parking looked coming out, it was pretty it was damn pretty quick. quick. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I enjoyed. I, mean, we, it. I don't. We got I don't out really. Of there in less than twenty. I can start minutes. giving track scores and stuff, but I feel like Portnoy kind of. It, it's like his I, thing, I, I still. It was I don't really want to give it give it a score. I liked it a lot. Um, better than Lakeside, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not going to compare it to tracks. I guess this was. It wasn't a crown jewel, but it's a big race. Uh, yeah, no, I, I do like I do like the track. It's a good track. I'm sorry to be so indecisive on you guys. I, I didn't want to just start throwing out like, no, Houston's is better. Uh, Jackson is uh, <laughs> about the same. No, I, and now I, I actually am just doing yeah, you, that. You so, are. all right, let's before yeah, before I bury myself here. Uh, on the opposite side of fans that went out in some less than warm weather to watch a race and get a show. A lot of NASCAR fans turned out tonight in Martinsville and got disappointment and worry uh, of what happened in tonight's NASCAR Cup race uh, and with the next-gen car. I mean, I'm not going to... I'm not going to sit here and, and bash on it now because I didn't see the race, so I don't know. I don't want to bash um, on stuff. I just I, I wasn't a fan of the of the Phoenix race. I was more of a fan of the Richmond race. I can't really tell you what Martinsville was like because we didn't really see any of it. So Do you want to do a podcast Sunday night? Because I'm going to be wanting to talk about IndyCar. It's up to you, man. All right. We'll, we'll, all right. We'll see. Watch. All right. Title Nine. Um... Todd Blythe and Brett Myers, football extravaganza. Uh, Chris and Brent's quarantine podcast. Watch out. We're coming at you on the episode number title. So we're working extra. We're throwing a fourth episode this week at you guys. I hope you all listen to them. We appreciate it if you do. We Man, oh, man. We're not going to listen to us anymore. We appreciate it when you do listen. And I appreciate I appreciate it even more if you tweet me. Man, that was really stupid when you said this. You should try to be better. Because I'll listen to it. Okay? Won't be a, won't be a Adam Schefter and just throw it away and <laughs> delete, tweet, redo. Well, hey, at least I can get my words out. <laughs> I just, hey, I just saw Jacob Allen win a World of Allies race, man. Oh I'm speechless. God. All right. So happy for the kid. Uh, I mean, he's older than me, but... I love those guys, both Logan and Jacob. Fantastic people uh, all around that team, uh, and I'm very happy for them. Uh, but I do want to talk about NASCAR's next-gen car at Martinsville because this is the second short track in a row where we've had a less-than-optimal race. And while people will say, well, Richmond was bad before, okay, it was, but this is a car that's supposed to have – better braking and cornering on short tracks so you would think that that would make the racing product better it turns out at martinsville uh it made the cars a little bit more strung out and it was i guess very hard to pass from what drivers were saying after the race now me and damon both were not watching the race live 
we're following updates. I'm looking at my Twitter feed when when a cup race is on is is quotes from drivers, uh, reporters um, tweeting their reactions to things and videos of what's going on. Uh, it, it is purposely polished to. I mute I mute some people and I mute some hashtags and stuff, but it's it ends up being purposely filtered to when there is a NASCAR Cup Series race on. I have everything being loaded in front of me, right? And from what I saw, I did not see anyone say like this was an action-packed race and it was very fun. Um, I now I just saw the I get it I get that. it we can yeah we can. I'm not trying to sit here and bash NASCAR. I mean, no one's going to give a shit if we do that, honestly. I think we should think about They're it. They're going to agree. The Dirt fans would love that. They're going to agree. <laughs> I mean, it It wasn't a great race. That's just the easy way of putting it. The weird thing is, is that is Martinsville. When that, is the, that is the track that that is the track that delivers. It is known for delivering. That's the only thing Martinsville's ever done. Yes and no, but when... When Jeff Gluck tweets that it's a snooze fest, you know it's a disaster. Right. Um, William Byron ends up getting the win. Uh, now I just want to say, William Byron, uh, thank you for making me look like a really smart man last night. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. All right, go ahead. No, I want to silk in my Chase Elliott loss. Just yeah, a you can longer. do that. You can do that. I'll take the win. That's the best $20,000 odds bet I've ever placed in my life. For A.J. Allmendinger to win, I think he got 17th. I think Bubba came home with a top top 15. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, Chase led 197 laps and did not finish in the top five. Uh, So, miss there. Who was my other driver? Bowman? I don't, I don't know what he did the whole night. Um, but, yeah, Hendrick led 98.5% of the race, a new record for the team, um, in a race that only had lead changes over under caution. It was – yeah, they tied Formula 1 tonight for lead changes during the green flag, and I never want to say those words again, it, ever. The best way – That is depressing as hell when you're tied with Formula 1 for lead changes. The uh, The Couch Racer account on Twitter – said that we've royally screwed up racing at Martinsville. So All right, so let's let's uh we're watching some highlights now. No, uh, this is the last 80 laps. Oh, this is beautiful. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh man. All right, so Dave and I are going to just live react here for 80 laps or so while we finish the podcast. I think this is good. This is this is giving people a unique perspective. We're going to be able to watch the race that we didn't see. They it, said it sucks. So in a simple, timely manner. Well, it, okay, it sucks, but it, come on. I'm just saying. This is why we're entertaining the folks. Don't get, don't get your hopes up. All right, guys. So there's a car with a bunch of apples. Oh, no, those are M&Ms. That's Kyle Busch. It, I know. I was just... Man. I'm playing with the crowd. Well, don't play with the crowd. The crowd's smarter than that. Okay. All right. My bad. I, would, I I give our listeners credit. You need to start giving them more credit. No one's ha, no one has given me a sports book yet that gives me same race parlays. I want one. Talk to uh, talk to your buddies at DraftKings. I don't have any buddies at DraftKings. Sure you do. 
I tweet them like once a week, four times a week actually, and yeah, I I'm lucky to get a like out of them anymore. Their Twitter person got annoyed with me. Yeah, unless they fired him. They probably fired him because of you. That might be it. Why is this always race day hack on here again? Exactly. You're kidding me, man. Exactly. See, we've had it on for a total of seven laps. Then nothing has happened. Nothing has happened. Um, the only thing that's happened was Austin Cendrick moved Ross Chastain out of the way. And guess who's in front of Austin Cendrick now? Ross so, Chastain. No, so. so apparently this Raptor paint scheme has replaced all of the Axalta schemes. Yeah, it sucks. I, why? Why does it we suck? Had, no, I, it was my understanding that if we're still going to race the 24, we're going to have some rainbow theme to it. And that's not a gay thing that is a... Connor grew up watching the rainbow car. It's no, iconic it didn't, on the 24. It didn't, fit, it didn't change because they still use the they still use the um, paint schemes that was similar from last year. I'll believe it when I see another rainbow scheme because I it was reported that that was replacing the rainbow scheme. No, they do this every every year because okay. a few years ago they did that. Seabreeze green or whatever at Daytona. This is the color of the year card. I think so. Yeah, but that's exalted. This is Raptor. Yeah, it's a it's the paint color. Raptor's the color. Is the paint? Why is it always puke green? It is paint uh, brand within Exalta. Okay, all right, guys. Guys, I don't know who's picking the color of the year out there, but Jesus, my goodness, this car sucks. Can we pick a color other than puke lime green? It's the same color. It is. That's what I'm saying. I got the pandemic joke the year before, but really, this is this is the this next sucks. one. This is awful. I feel like they're. I feel. You know what this is? They had a bet that could we do a color of the year like time does a person of the year, and they're just going down the palette. They picked a random color at the start, and they're just going down the palette a shade or two to see if anyone notices. They did. I think it's, this. I think this is a bet they made. It's lighter. It's a little bit lighter. You think it's go lighter? It's a little bit lighter. Okay, all right. I'm just screwing with you. I don't really know. Oh, because I kind of thought it was darker. <laughs> I don't really know. I thought David and I were on the same wavelength there. I had un- unearthed the conspiracy really, for a split second. It, it, the car, the paint scheme itself sucks. I honestly love where this podcast has gone. I, I'm getting another beer to celebrate. Okay. Beer number three for Dale. Okay. So we've had this on for a total of 11 laps and nothing's happened. In Carl's fact, already been pushed to get another beer. In fact, each car is separated by a total of 5 car lengths in the front four. Yeah, so the the new cornering, the improved aspects there have kind of been counterintuitive to Is that right? Counteractive at this point doesn't uh, really matter what to you choose what um what these guys do and I think it's very tough to pass now at Martinsville because of how solid everyone is on the corners. But so what what do you do? Out. That's what it's I mean. That, no, that's what I mean. Though. That's what I mean. Like the cars are so good in the corners, it's like they're racing a seven fifty mile and a half race. It's not. Not even that. It's not even Martinsville. The cars aren't together. 558 is what I meant to say there, but very easily strung out. Very weird. Um, I don't like what I've seen no. out of it. 
Um, so what? Okay, let's. And we're not. They're not going to listen to us and and take these ideas. But what do you do? Well, you don't do what you've been doing. The only reason that they were together at the clash was because they had no choice. And every other racetrack that's been less than a mile has been complete garbage. So, so what I'm saying, what do you do at the short tracks to these cars to make I, them race? That's a back? great question. Okay, but go back to go back to a similar game plan to what you had in previous years. Can you Don't, go back with this car because it's so different? It is not easy to go back to what the last car was. They've just, they've screwed up everything else. Why couldn't they go back? I don't think they've screwed up everything else. I think they've, for the most part, fixed the boring mile and a half. Okay, so they fixed one. So it's paying Peter to to rob Paul at this point. Yeah, you fixed one and screwed up another. I've never heard that phrase before, but I love it. I do. I absolutely love it. It's just it's dumb. They fixed one thing and ruined another. They did this a few years ago when they put the the new car of tomorrow in. Right. They fixed the, sh- the road courses so they weren't near as boring, but now the mile and a half suffered. Absolutely. Um, I don't know what to do, but at least go back a little bit on it. And don't you think it's better? Give, don't you think it's better that that the thing that honest, they have here, to fix now is a mile do. and a half? Now, here's what they need to do: they need to give them the horsepower back. Yeah. So don't put a tapered spacer crap whatever on a short track car. Give them the full, give them the mile, uh, the horsepower they deserve. Are they racing with tapered spacers tonight? Um, they're not racing with the amount of horsepower they could. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that they're using a tapered spacer, but okay, I give, I'm, I was confused with what you're give saying. Give them you're the, give them the horsepower that we had even last. That year. you know they're capable of giving yeah. them. Great. Um, it's tough, man. It's I, I don't know if that will fix what's going on right now at Martinsville. I do because it puts it, – it just seems like – You think that will fi- that would for sure fix it, though? I think it will help. Yeah. But helping – helping help. they're so far away from what Martinsville was. Right. And but you saw – in the, shitty, the shittiest it. part of where this went wrong for NASCAR right now – is that we saw that yesterday, literally freaking yesterday in the Xfinity race. Mm-hmm. So, like what, like what I said to you as a joke, could that come true? That they just race Xfinity cars at at this point, it might as well at short tracks. Yep. I, I just, I don't know, man. It's frustrating because you go from having the short tracks be awesome, where the cars are always. Even Martinsville, which at times is boring. I'm not going to lie to you. Martinsville is not the greatest short track out there. As much as people love to rant and rave about Martinsville, it kind of sucks sometimes. And it has in the past. All right. So I just for all you guys doing the same thing I'm doing with my face and rolling your eyes like a bowling pin down the alley at Columbia College Bowling Facility. What's it called? It's AMF Town and Country. It's a company. AMF Town and Country. Arena? Lanes. Lanes. Love it. Love it. 
I'm rolling my eyes like a ball down the lanes there. Go I've, back. I've go always back and lo- watch Martinsville races. That's what that Damon. So Damon says, go back and watch Martinsville races. The thing about Martinsville was it was always an appointment television for me because Jeff Gordon was great at that right. track, which go is why I love New people. Hampshire and why I love Pocono as a kid. Yes, yeah, because my guy Jeff Gordon was going to be contending for a win that day. Go watch other drivers than Jeff Gordon at those tracks. You know, I, I mean, I was, but I wasn't paying great. attention. You know, right? The races aren't necessarily. Barn burners until the last twenty laps. Absolutely, and five hundred laps was going to be. If they ran five hundred tonight, people would be shitting themselves. Well, yeah, It'd be the same thing. And Thanks so, God a ton of people walked out there tonight that when it's fucking snowing. Yeah, and I, I'm sorry. I'm. I do want to. Got two things to say here. Uh, personal note of the podcast. If you if you hear me cuss a lot, you don't like it. Let me know. I think it. it <laughs> I take a very, a, a very Gary V. Um, opinion on that, and it's it's just me showing what things I feel more strongly about uh, than not. Uh, I try to do, I try to tone it down. Try it's to kids show Connor. I try to make you know. I I'm going to teach my kids cuss words kid, at a very young show. age, and. They're going to learn not to say them in school, um, and they're going to learn to say them in fights that someone would get into them with verbally to shut them up quickly so they don't get punched. Could it kick back, backfire at them? Yes, absolutely it could, but that's my plan right now. 17 years when I have kids, maybe anyway, that, maybe that changes. Anyway, on topic. Uh, the other apology I had, I, Damon showed me his the college campus he coaches bowling at, and it is way better than any Ivy League school I could ever imagine. Um, they have a gaming hut. Yes. An eSports gaming hut is what the name on the building. It's an actual building. Um, and the whole place is on, like, one uh, plot of land. Like, I was super impressed with the college. It's right next to Mizzou. I mean, you could not, and it's not, I I don't even want to call it a community college. It's an NAIA school, and NAIA is kicking ass mm-hmm. in athletics all over the place. I wanted to take notice in that and, and say, I'm sorry for calling, for making the joke that Columbia was an Ivy League school because it's far better. 100%. Far better. Far better Columbia College in uh, Columbia, Missouri. 100%. I'm not paid to say that by any means. This is, <laughs> this is property of Columbia College. I, I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like specifically <laughs> are paid to say that. It, it is such cool, cool campus. Um, glad we could kind of spend a little bit of time doing that here while we had this opportunity, but... I mean, we might as well talk about it because this race kind of isn't anything worth talking about. This is the closest the cars have been all night. Right there. Man, Rick, where's racing for the win? Uh, Oh, never mind. No. He's racing to go another (laughs) lap down. Something is that? Is that something something Natalie Decker? Some things never change. (laughs) All right, so... The cars are strung out. You can run someone down, but it's hard to pass. Look at Logano right here. He's on the back of Austin Dillon with 46 to go. He can't get a bumper to him. He can't even get his bumper there. See, that's the thing that is probably more frustrating than anything is you can run somebody down, but when you get to him, you can't get your bumper there. That's That's what what he was saying after the race. That's what uh, Martinsville is. Because Martinsville's always been a one-lane racetrack. And that's kind of what I was saying before. 
it was Martinsville's been a one lane racetrack. And Dylan's brakes are glowing, but that's it. They they're just okay. Speaking of brakes, like the brakes are made about, too good. Let's talk about that though. Okay, these cars, the next gen cars, you can see more brake glow probably than any of other race car we've ever seen, right? Yeah. And then you look at like the outlaw cars tonight. And we're seeing brake glow on lap three of the race. It, mm-hmm. What is causing things like that? I think, uh, I mean, it's it's temperature of the brakes. I know, but how but, come they're they're so fast? And why is it? Why are we not seeing more brake failures? I think the the brakes are just being made better as technology catching up to stuff. This, and this is a very this is a very rookie analysis, guys. I'm not. I, I try to say that I've been. I, Connor I've watched, makes breaks. He just wants to tell no, you. I've, I've watched motorsports my whole life, and I I want to get better at the tech, at the mechanical side of things and what's going on here. Why is this happening? And it's tough to me. Engines confuse me. My dad was a mechanic his whole life. I grew up in his shop, uh, working with him doing stuff. Him teaching me not it was uh, his teaching style and my learning style did not mesh at all uh it, it it honestly it meshed as about as well as a 550 race at a mile and a half track uh, and so i i basically thing what's that you they were just showing a ghost car with austin dillon to to william byron because they got nothing else to talk about right now oh well, that's grand all right but yeah uh to my my dad and growing up in working uh, uh, auto mechanic uh, garage, I guess. Uh, it. I'm sorry, I'm stumbling over what how I want to put this. Um, I can I can do an oil change on my car by myself. I can change a tire on the side of the road. I can tell you that an engine has eight, six, or four cylinders. Um, and that's about the length of my... Is that my... because you look at how many spark plugs are on the car? No, I just look at the cylinders. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's about the length of my knowledge of engines coming into when I started working um, in motorsports. And I'm still trying to get better. I'm not anywhere close to where I would love to be. Uh, yeah, if you, if you want to try to teach me, that's an open challenge to anybody. You want to try to teach me about stuff. I uh, took an auto mechanics class. Teacher knew my dad was uh, professional in professional mechanic. I guess <laughs> made that made that class a lot harder. Professional in mechanic. Yeah, uh, I did actually. There's a project we had in that class where we watched him take a lawnmower engine apart and put it back together. Mm-hmm. I did the project. I completed it, took it all apart, put it it all back together. I actually, well, it's only if it turns over. It only needed to turn over. I did it with 18 less screws than he did it with. Oh. Damn straight. Yeah. Impressive, right? No. (laughs) No. I saved them a lot of manufacturing costs. I also saw a video on this the other day. TikTok does do good things for you. I saw this the other day. Is well, you got to send me these TikToks. Is 
I'll guy, get on car mechanic finished, TikTok. He finished with one less screw. I know. Okay, well, time out. I know how to start a Russian tank. How? The, the, the Ukrainians are putting out TikToks on it. Oh, my goodness. You didn't... I'm just like, I'm not... This is not a sarcastic I, joke I'm making. This no, is actually a TikTok that I saw. I'm not seeing this. Well, okay, so you, your thing, it. this guy only... He only he finished, saved them one. Yeah, he finished with one screw still left over on it. Mm-hmm. And the guy came back to him and said, there's a reason that you're missing... Or that one screw, because it's needed for something to hold things together. Okay. You're missing 18. So he he missed the important screw. I got all of the important ones and skipped the ones that weren't important. And that lawnmower company owes me a little bit of money for I'm just gonna showing them how to do right it now. You're really making all the car people that listen to a racing podcast really pissed off. <laughs> you can tell Damon's getting flamed for this. Oh this was my in, I was God. in eighth grade. I like took I took a picture on my phone of everything he did <laughs> and followed the pictures, and that's how I did it. And I still managed to not. He said. Whoa, you got 18 screws left over. You got to find a place for those. Well, he had a room where there was just spare screws and nuts and bolts and shit. And so I just put him in there, uh, went and chilled with my friends, uh, took a piss, and then came back in the classroom. And I said, all right, I'm done. He goes, you find a place for those screws? He's, I said, yep, found a spot for him. I put them right in there. Oh, my god! They're right in there. I, I feel I, like I, I don't know what to say. My dad, my dad laughed his ass off. <laughs> there's some, there's some assignments that we were doing that he was like, he, uh, he was, you're never going to need to learn that. No one's ever said that to me. Sold ass size and difference and this and that. Until it happens. I, I mean, he's been, he had been doing it for 35 years um, and he's coming up on his 40th anniversary. I think he actually had it. I don't know what year he's on. <laughs> I was going to say, you've been out of eighth grade for five years? At least. I think. Well, your math doesn't add up, pal. That's what I'm trying to get at. That's when you when you come out of the closet, uh, your math <laughs> skills go down. That's just, gotcha. that's science right there. Gotcha. Let's, uh, let's talk F1 real quick, um, then we'll try to wrap it all up, and we'll talk about the IndyCar race tomorrow. But Charles Leclerc wins for Ferrari today uh, by 20 seconds. And we're, we were following the race on the way home. <laughs> 20 seconds? That's just laughable. It's, it's F1. Yeah, there's, there's a fast car. It's I guess there's a reason he's minus 130. Ferrari hasn't effed up yet. Um I need to see him not screw up for a couple more races, and I, I will call him real. Uh, and that's all fine and dandy. Um, in vintage F1 fashion, Max Verstappen uh, exits the race early. He didn't retire, by the way. F1 fans love to use the word retire. He didn't. The engine didn't quit on him, and he ended his career. That's what that means. But so they use it as they use it in a different way. It's stupid. Shut up. To them. So then how do you use it? He's out of the race. No. You don't have everything, to use it as a verb. He exits the track. Everything needs to be sophisticated in a sport. Yeah, that that's is, what I that's what I hate about it. It's, it's like alright guys, there's 
everyone that puts on a suit to go to work to their nine to five job every day, ask yourself on Monday, why am I taking 30 minutes to put on a suit? Because you want to look good. I can look good wearing a Casey Kane shirt with a beer in my left hand. Some people have different priorities. Wear it to work. You know? Um, I don't like the sophistication stuff. It's that, that hotel in Greensboro was so pinkies up on. They looked at me like a caged animal when I walked in there with a case of bush light. Could only imagine. Could only imagine. I left their hotel room as clean as anyone's ever left the hotel room. I guarantee it. They should have been calling me saying thank you. I made the bed. Good for you. If the cleaning people walked in there and wanted to not do anything, they probably could have. Except there's two bags of bush light cans yeah, in, in vodka and other things. There but, we go. Uh, they were in bags, tied up, sold, and they got free beer in the fridge that I left there, like 25 cans. See? Yeah. <laughs> I lost on that trip for yeah, sure. you did. Chris, don't worry if you're listening to this. I didn't expense the beers. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. If you let me, I will, but... Yeah, I don't like doing that. There's always a yet. All right. We've got... Okay. Can you look up the IndyCar starting lineup? Because I I put my phone on the charger. It's across the room. They go to Long Beach tomorrow. It is one of the festival-style races uh, on the calendar for IndyCar. Uh, Super pumped for it. Jimmy Johnson um, has had some struggles this weekend. He got in a wreck. Uh, kept his hand on the steering wheel, and there's people that are, like, flaming him like he's a rookie and all this stuff. And Fernando Alonso just today, or yesterday, in the past 24 hours, did the same thing. Uh, kept his hand on the steering wheel during a wreck and, and hurt his hand. So it happens to people. It happens to drivers. just happens to be Jimmy Johnson's day this time at another IndyCar road course. And it sucks. It sucks to see because this guy is so talented. We've seen him be so talented. Um, and now he has to battle a fractured hand and a ton of people pissed off that he's quote-unquote sucking again. We'll put him on an oval. He'll finish top five. Right. I, we need to get him to the Indy 500 to, and just let yeah. him let it marinate. He needs to run. I'm excited ovals. to see what he can do there. I might put some money on him for the Indy. I'm telling you. And if we don't cover that at Indianapolis, I'm just going to have a party at my new apartment. Haven't gotten that all lined up yet, but I'm just going to throw an open house party. There you go. And invite everyone I know, so... If you listen to the podcast, you're also invited. Hit me up. I'll just send you the address. There you go. You can show up for Monaco, too. I'll be up. We'll be good. Mimosas in the morning. <laughs> Beers once the sun hits. The sun hits while Monaco's still on, on, though. It just depends when I go outside and get hit by the sun on the balcony. You open a window. I, well, I I don't open windows. No, you do. Eh. You too. I'm more of a walk outside guy. All right, so the NASCAR race on the TV has 11 laps to go. Um, Austin Dillon's still two and a half seconds behind William Byron. Talk about the world of outlaws out racing NASCAR and Formula One today by a lot. And it wasn't a, on a rubber down racetrack. I was going to say, and it wasn't necessarily a great racetrack. Um, you wanted to know the IndyCar lineup. Yeah, yeah run it down for me. 
Hurt is on the pole with Joseph Newgarden second. Alex Blows third. Felix Rosenquist is fourth. Rossi is fifth. Rounding out the top ten is Grosjean, Power, Erickson, McLaughlin, and Pagano. All right, now the top ten. I like that. Where's Kirkwood starting? Kirkwood is twelfth. Okay, he's been impressive early on this season. He's a rookie, right? Still, he uh, he won everything possible in Indy Lights, Mazda two thousand, USF two thousand, whatever it's called. Um, I think tomorrow, though, I'm 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 just gonna, I'm going to rip the bandaid off. I'm going to do it. I'm picking Alexander Rossi to win the streets of Long Beach. If Jacob Allen could end his streak today, Alexander Rossi could end it tomorrow. And we'll only look back at this as what a great weekend of racing minus NASCAR Martinsville and Formula One. So it was an average weekend of racing. But you you don't remember the bad ones. Yeah. You just don't. You remember the good ones. So you, okay. All right. Is that fair? No, it, it is the the um, thought process behind it's kind of janky, but it's fair. I can't imagine that with who's speaking. Yeah, <laughs> no comments. Keep keep them to yourself. Just what? Uh, so I'll probably I'll probably throw some some down on Rossi. I will throw some on. I would say on Herder, to be honest. Herder. Well, I don't know. Set the new track record. I gotta see. I gotta see what the odds are, Damon. He's minus. I don't want to bet him. Hopefully, he comes out on plus odds. We'll see how it goes. Um, let's see. Next week, we got Knoxville Raceways season opener. We're gonna have a uh, different type, a unique style. Um, it's called a challenge. Um, it's Kyle Larson's version of the Prelude to the Dream at Volunteer Speedway in Bulls Gap, Tennessee. Right before NASCAR Bristol Dirt, it's going to kick ass. I'm excited for it. This is NBC's winter odds for Long Beach has Herta at plus 270, New Garden 460, below 700, Grosjean and Rossi both at 1,000. So, ah, I don't know if I'd put the same amount on both Herda and Rossi. I'd go like a unit on Rossi and half a unit on Herda. Probably what I'll do. And I'll maybe throw half on a long shot. And that, that should like guarantee me money. Jimmy Johnson. Hey, Probably not. Bad luck's got to end sometime. Probably not. <laughs> Can't, can't I, have bad luck forever. If Jimmy Johnson gets his first win tomorrow at Long Beach, I will streak at Monster Jam in Des Moines. Hold the man to it. I will. If he does, I will. Okay. God damn it. Now I'm, now I'm worried about Jimmy Johnson winning. Yep. <laughs> Remember that uh, I can't get kicked out of that building. I go there for Barnstormer games. Remember that uh, junkyard that we had on the front stretch of this racetrack? <laughs> oh, we so we come into Lakeside and we're like, oh, this place can't be nice. There's just a junkyard sitting here, right above the uh, yeah. entrance, and 
ends up being a pretty decent racetrack. The surface wasn't great, but the racetrack was all right. Um, Well, I bet if a lot of the surface thing, I I think if it would have just held moisture better. Yeah. I don't think they tilled deep enough throughout throughout the night. They really and I, I don't really know the science behind it. Um, Logan Schuhart, to his credit, was explaining to me kind of, you know, you go to tracks in an amount of times, uh, and you kind of realize, you know, like this place has good dirt. They, this dirt's good. Um, now, the, the question of where they get the dirt from and how you can move that dirt somewhere else, I don't know. A lot of times it's already done, so... Right. I mean, so, there, there's not a lot they can do. The only thing we haven't talked about from this weekend still, uh, Monster Jam tomorrow. I'm going to wake up, and I'm saying this on the podcast. I'm not holding myself to I'm holding myself to My dad got tickets for us, so I have never missed Monster Jam in Des Moines, Iowa since the first year I was born, I believe, in the womb. There you go. Uh, don't have confirmation on the womb part, but I've been to Monster Jam every year in Des Moines since I've been alive. The first one I was like three months old, I think, and that's again uh, the math. I don't know, but my dad. I texted my dad on Thursday. I was like, "Hey, didn't even know Monster Jam was in town this weekend," which sucks. It used to be a staple on uh, the opening weekend of their tours um now we're just a show and the, but the cool thing is tomorrow monster jam is going to be in three major cities they're running at atlanta motor speedway lucas oil stadium in indianapolis indiana and wells fargo arena the well in des moines iowa home of the iowa barn stores the famous iconic iowa barn stores mm-hmm so I just I just want to say it's pretty cool to be in the company of those two other big stadiums. And the afterthought. Afterthought of who? Monster Jam. It'll be my first thought. The afterthought. Of I will have Jam. I will have the IndyCar race on my phone during it. Yeah, exactly. Monster Jam, please, please, just make a deal to run on a Thursday night and run it live every week for twelve weeks leading up to World Finals. <laughs> please. Yeah, you're not going to get one Saturday, right? You're not going to get a Saturday night one? No, not in Des Moines. Run a, run a show Thursday night for points. Run Friday and Saturday for entertainment. They all run for entertainment all the time anyways. You're using them like WWE wrestlers. Just run one night during the week for points. You can go back to the place on Saturday and run a show for entertainment and triple your money. And I guess it's going to cost more in rent, but if you get it on TV... You're going to do fine. I just wish they would do a competitive point standings that means something in the long run. Where you finish in points should be your qualifying in the world finals. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't need a qualifying day. Um, I don't know. I, I still I still dream of going to the world finals. It's the coolest event I've never gone to. And I just like punch myself every year because I just can't. You know, it's tough to get down there. This year, it's uh, Orlando again. Um, I don't even... It's in May. I believe it's the week before the Indy 500. 
Like the odds of me getting down there are like slim to none. Exactly. I might be in, I might be playing a hockey national tournament like playoff thing. Which, by the way, the fucking people that organize that, I, we don't even know, we won't know if we're in for another two weeks. There you go. It's like I could plan my month of May, but it could be completely it's sidetracked. Also so. Not. Um, if anyone wants to drive to the Monster Jam World Finals in 2023 with me, let me know. Tweet me. Damon? I am probably out right He's now. not committing to it yet. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I, I will flat out say I am he's, not committing he's, to it's it. Too, it's too late for, for him to do that. Oh, all right. William Byron won the race, just so in case anyone didn't hear. Yes. just happened. It did not just happen. Oh. It's on the TV. It just happened. Mm-hmm. Just like if you were to pull up Dirt Vision and watch the replay of tonight's race, it just happened. Then. That's fair. You probably could. I like the flashing lights they got. They, well, it's the only thing Roval's got going for him right now. This guy, so. Damon hates the Roval, too. I don't hate the Roval. You said that last night. Yeah, because I wanted to Damon was trying to get me going playing NASCAR Heat. I kicked I kicked the butt out of Damon last night in NASCAR. Hey, why don't you tell the whole story? Yeah, I won the first four races and the fifth one at the Roval. No, I got tired of, no. of winning, and I turned around and wrecked people. Why don't you tell the whole story? What's the whole story? The fact that you wrecked, I you got, got wrecked, wrecked by the CPU at Iowa Speedway. You got wrecked by the CPU at the first dirt track at Eldora. I got wrecked by you at Charlotte, at the Charlotte dirt track. Yeah. I did not wreck you. Ignored me on the front stretch. I did not. You ran into Bullsh- me. No. I was I was holding my line. You ran into me. You came down. I'm going to go tie Gibbs on you. Sounds good. I hope you take your helmet off. It's already off. be courteous. It's already off. Okay, good. That's not pulling a tie Gibbs, then. I don't know. He landed a pretty good punch. <laughs> not going to lie. I, I could give you that one, then it's three to two still. And the, the one of them was a forfeit by me. That's fine. It's an entertainment value forfeit. That's fine. Okay. So I kicked Damon's ass and NASCAR Three heat. to two still puts me within one versus three. If you're, I, I guess you can cover the spread. That's fair. You're like the fan hey. chanting, like, "Hey, I want you to win by four or less." Good teams win. Great teams cover. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Okay, I am considered. It doesn't a great mean team. anything. I'm considered a great team. Uh, you're considered a great team until they they only care about if you're a great team if they're talking about it. they're not talking about our NASCAR battles. You're like telling them about your NFL fantasy team. They don't that's care. Fine. That's fine. I don't know. I think I think I got riding rights here. That's fine. Wrap this thing up, man. All right, you guys. Uh, hope you all enjoyed it. Indy car race at Long Beach on Sunday. Uh, if you're listening to this on Monday, happy Monday. And uh, listen to episode 36 if you haven't gotten catch up to that, because that's next, that's tomorrow night. So, uh, all the weekly episode, episodic podcasts in our, our network, we're coming for you. You're screwed. We're recording all the time now. We're just boom, 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 boom. We might do one on Monday, just for oh shits and God. giggles. I have plans. <laughs> With who? You don't have plans. I, I you just don't want to podcast again. <laughs> we'll see. We might do one on Sunday. Um, Monday, probably not. 
<laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. Um, catch uh, catch the coverage of Monster Jam tomorrow. I won't be uh, down there interviewing people in, in the mud or in the thick of anything. It's not really. No, you probably got, could be if I wanted to. But you got enough mud tonight. No kidding. A lot of dust. Um, thank you uh, for following our coverage tonight. Jacob Allen got a second World of Outlaws win. Uh, just cool to be there. Appreciate you all for following along. Um, and send us anything, anything that is constructive criticism, compliments. I, you can, you can, if you start the DM off with like, "Hey Connor, you're kind of a bitch," I'll, I'll love it. I will react love to it before I reply, and then I will reply. I promise you that. That's how I react to all my criticisms. There you go. So thank you all uh, once again, and thank you to Carl Auto Group uh, for sponsoring the podcast and the website, alwaysraceday.com. Uh, visit it, all your news, uh, betting odds. We got results up, um, everything you need to know from anything racing. So I try to keep the, uh, the important stuff near the top. Let us know if we're doing that. Let us know what you like, don't like, all that shit. So thanks again for listening. I'm sorry this sign-off is uh, long as hell. But fun, fun fun-ass night at the Jason Johnson Classic. So appreciate y'all.